New York City's friends, Nets compatriots, <laughs> lots of sadness to discuss, lots of sadness. Ah, wait till next year. New York City's it's it's been a rough 24 hours. I I had a wonderful Father's Day. Family did their thing. You know. Uh got to see, you know, my dad, mom. Just a nice Brooklyn Father's Day. But so much sadness, so much what it could have been, woulda, coulda, shoulda, if KD's foot was one inch off the line. Like me, Sam, and Bam, and shout out to 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 Bam at Pass First Eleven. And Sam at Samuel LaChow on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Yo, know, I could, like, even when I chuckle about it, it hurts my ribs. So many times in New York City history, some great player. Some player better than the players that we have on our team would just come into our city and tr- and crush our dreams. Basically, you know, having your heart ripped out year after year by Michael Jordan, Hakeem Olajuwon, fucking Reggie Miller, the San Antonio Spurs with Tim Duncan, the Kobe Lakers all have taken their turns in points of their careers of showing up in our beautiful city and ripping our collective hearts out. But this year we had the heart ripper outer guy. And in our text messages, of course, me, Bam, and Sam, we're going to wrap this up and do a much more even keeled front office pod and put a cap on this season. Um, Even as we talk through it and go through all of our different phases of, of despair and depression. I, I'm not doing too well, guys. I, I'm, I, I deactivated my Twitter it not not even because of the people who have something to say. Listen, I am up for a fight for verbal sparring at any given day. I just really couldn't see the Nets fans sad. Seeing my fellow fans just have no explanation, no recourse. We had the best guy and I believed 
throughout this whole process that as long as we had the best guy, we would be victorious. Oh, Lord. Kevin Durant didn't deserve this. Kevin Durant was everything. He was better than anything I ever saw at Golden State. He was better in this series than anything I ever saw in OKC, Golden State. This is a player at the height of his powers. I don't even know if we get that Kevin Durant next year. I hope. I hope. Just for my basketball edification, I hope I get to watch that a few times in my life. I hope I get to immerse myself into that level of basketball and that level of greatness on our team. It doesn't mean we'll win a championship because what we're seeing right now is we're seeing one era give way to another. The LeBron, the the Kev Durant, the Chris Paul, the we're we're that group of guys is giving way to an era of basketball players that are the Trey Youngs, that are the Devin Bookers, that are the John Morants. Okay. Zion and his boys and John Morant too, like they they're coming a little bit later. They might be a year or two behind. But the the era is changing hands. The clock is on for the Hardens, the Durants, and and the Kyries. And they they know the clock is ticking for them. Why why do you think Harden is out there with one leg trying to figure it out? Man, I just want to say... As my partners in in this podcast endeavor, um, you know, we will, like I said, we will be doing a pod. We've been having a hard time. Just like I, I we were supposed to do a pod right after the game. I just was, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Just the words would have been too toxic. I even right now I struggle to say Let me try again. I can't say the man's name. I can't say it. No one thing ever cost you a game. But the white guy who shoots three-pointers on our team, he he cost us the game. It, it's He cost us the series. If Joe Harris is an adequate three-point shooter in game three, we win it. You understand, man? If he's just okay last night, we're going on to winning the championship. Joe Harris, like the mistake that all the new Nets fans and all the new observers make is that they think... Joe Harris has only sucked in this playoffs. Joe Harris has continually sucked in playoffs and and sucked in big moments too. It's the thing that like 
you know, the real hardcore Nets fans. And it's weird. You know, we have a weird history. Like, we're new in Brooklyn. Next year will be our 10th year. So 10 years is not a long time to be the fan of anything or to be, you know, kind of focusing or following anything in depth. Right? But you kind of have to be one of those to know this about Joe Harris. You kind of have to be watching for a while because on paper, it looks great. NBA All-Star three-point champion, two-time three-point field goal percentage champion. That man can shoot. And I used to say, Joe plays winning basketball. But mentally, Joe couldn't do it. Right? And maybe you could say, hey, if we got a couple more stops here and there, maybe, you know, play better D on middle. No. No. All that stuff is, you can't really measure it. You can't really weigh it. But I know if he made that three, that wide open three, that that would have killed the Bucks. It would have been over. It would have been over. That three that he missed, like, that KD was running on fumes. He was done. But what really like killed him was like he still was competitive, still was getting to the basket, still was making shots, playing every minute of that game. And he it was it was like when he saw Joe Harris not make that shot, it took everything out of him. It was like, I just, I don't have any more. If Joe Harris hits that shot, they're fouling the rest of the game. They're, you know, it's, we win. I don't even... I, I'll save the total breakdown of the game for that. I just wanted to just let Nets fans know that the only way for us to look at it, the only way for us to look at it is that we have Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving next year. Now, I don't know what that means. I don't know what age and attrition does this to this team. I don't know how that affects us. I don't know how, you know, these other younger guys emerging, you know, the Jason Tatums of the world. Like, it's their time now. I don't know how long it's Harden time and KD time. and You know, you would think Kyrie, but Kyrie is just so brittle. The injury that Kyrie had, he was legit injury. It's not like, just don't get me wrong, but Kyrie gets hurt. James Harden spent a lot of his younger years overweight. He's overweight right now for a basketball player. You know, for a dad like me, like, he's in great shape. <laughs> 
my world uh, it doesn't matter how many joints I light this still fucking hurts Yo, I, I am about to reactivate my Twitter, but I, I still need more time. I, I want to let Nets fans know it's okay to hurt, be hurt, be hurt because you're not just mad. It's another, you know, first round exit or second round exit. Or don't be mad because. We were on the doorstep of greatness. I I don't want to be a a one-time NBA champ. I want to have a team that I root for that has a dynasty era. That wins three. Then gives way to another group that two years later wins three again. And, you know, to be fair, the Nets haven't done any of the things to deserve that. But for right now, we don't have much in choice. We've given up all our draft picks, basically. We've got one next year. But we've got to optimize this KD, Harden, and Kyrie connection. We've got to be aware of what's possible, which is they're getting older. They're going to have to do some interesting economic gymnastics but they need better talent and something you haven't heard me say in a long time but I think it's pretty obvious last night that we don't have the right size you know not crying over spill milk but if they found a way to not trade Jared Allen if they found a way to not trade Jared Allen and they have him instead of Spencer Dinwiddie, I think we won a championship. Shit, I think if Spencer Dinwiddie was healthy, we won a championship. It's so crazy, man. It's like you should just, we, I should be able to, you know, do the Brooklyn Dodgers, them bums, them bums. Better luck next year. You know, my dad used to tell me about those uh, being a really little boy and remembering people saying better luck next year for the Brooklyn Dodgers. I want to say that. I know that's the mature thing to say. Maybe even the right thing to say intellectually. You know, just analyzing the situation. And you know, we're in a good position. Got three superstars. The question we've got to be afraid of at, of saying to ourselves is, are they going to be superstars next year? You know? I'm very worried. Like, yo, Kyrie just seems to have other interests that are more important than basketball. Like, and that's fine. I'm just looking at it from the basketball fan. Like, I would salute him if he rode off into the sunset as a hero, as a great man, as a as a person who uh, 
Is this funeral music playing? I doubt that you can hear that, so I'm going to try to talk over it. But I, is he going to love basketball still? And is this an end of an era? LeBron's going to come back. He'll be in the league. He'll play well. He'll play great with Anthony Davis. The Lakers will be back in contention, kind of. But are they better than the Clippers? I... I I don't know, man. I'm 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 recording this pod to just tell Nets fans like, yo, this is sad, <laughs> and it's okay to be sad, and it's okay to be worried, and I think the things that we're gonna have to kind of go through our steps of depression, our steps of is the different phases, denial, acceptance, <laughs> like what what's the anger, <laughs> like. I don't know. But know that uh, we'll, when we get our feelings together, <laughs> me, Bam, and Sam will will have a more reasonable, longer, better thought out, less emotional uh, podcast. Because right now, I just, I, I want to fight with Lilius. I want to fight him. Not because I hate him and I want to fight him and kill him. I want to, I want to just have that fight. You, you know, when, you, when I was growing up, we'd fight. Me and my friends would fight each other. And we'd be mad maybe for an hour, but later on we'd be right back on our, you know, mongooses and freestyle bikes and trying to do tricks on the block. I just want to fight Joe... I just wanted to be the guy that confronted Joe Harris in the locker room and punched him and accused him of, of being a gutless coward. And then the next day we would be walking in and showing our fit against the goat wall together because we rode into the game together. I, I'm i angry at you, Joe Harris. There, I said your name. I never want to say it again. That's who you are to me broke my heart. One for nine. One for nine, you motherfucker. I don't even know if that's the right stat. I just know you. I've never seen someone blow wide open three, in rhythm, perfect fat pass from superstars. And you blew everyone like a Just sell out. Ah, New York City's troubling times. <laughs> troubling times. But I'm still proud of being a Nets fan. I'm still proud of our season. I'm still proud of the best fan base in basketball. I think we're better. I think there's things to be positive about, but realistic enough to have conversations. Our, our, our energy is our team's energy. We kind of wish into existence certain things by complaining about it enough on Twitter. 
But there's things to talk about. There's things to question and wonder, like, shoot, if we had signed P.J. Tucker instead of a lot of things we have on, on the team right now, wouldn't that have been better? Uh, the reason why you don't Monday quarterback, Monday morning quarterback this thing is because, like, half of us wanted Andre Drummond, me included. And maybe that wouldn't have been worked out, but maybe it would have been exactly what we needed. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you give up such a magnificent performance by Kevin Durant. Like, I just can't say enough about the dude. That was the very peak of of what Kevin Durant is. And hard to say that because he's always going to have tons of load management. He's going to be hurt. He's old. Kevin, he's old in basketball years. Let's, let's be honest. But Trey Young is one injury away from representing the Eastern Conference in the finals. And he's a baby. Devin Booker is about to be the best. Might, maybe. I mean, it's shaky out there in the West now. So, the my main fear in getting, and one of the reasons why I was opposed to getting KD and Kyrie was because of the injuries. I said these players are going to be injured for the rest of their careers. As much as I've said that I've been wrong all season, I just really worry that that's just the reality. And we're in this, we can't even, it's not even something that as Nets fans that we can really even discuss. I think we almost got to just gloss over that and understanding that we know that that's the case. But even when we start having our off-season banter, we can't, we can't even mention that part because we have no choice. This is who the Nets are going to be. We can't trade for another piece. Someone said something crazy on uh, in, a, in a group chat text and said, you, you should see if Philly gives you uh, um, Ben Simmons for Harden. I, I love James Harden. I, I respect James Harden. It, now I'm not making, you know, I can't use my brain on it because the argument is you trade, you trade Harden for Simmons. If they, if, if Philly would do it <laughs> and you get a durable guy who will play and do all the other things at a high level that Kevin and Kyrie don't do and he'll because he's young, more likely be not injured. <sighs> it's way too early. Way too early to even think about it. Anyway, as fans, I did not slip my wrist. I will be back. My account is deactivated right now. Just take a mental break. <laughs> Just, I just 
that I don't think it does any good for 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 me or for anyone else for us to watch each other be sad. But we've made this commitment to do this pod and this is the first of it. Um probably Sam or Bam or them together might do something without me. But we'll put we'll put the a cap on this season the right way. We'll we'll do it the right way. I just wanted to make sure that the world at large knew that it was okay to be sad, one. And it was also okay to be optimistic. We, we you know, I I want to hear everybody else's arguments on it because I just you know, my my takes. I'm I'm not even really ready to believe in any of my takes. I know what I'm worried about. I know what my fears are. I know what I'm concerned about, and I've addressed some of those things here as, you know, we go forward. Uh, but for the optimistic folks, and there's, a, like I said, there's another part of me that's very optimistic about this team because of the level of Hall of Famers that are on this team. But do we have a collection of Carl Malones and, you know, when he got to the Lakers? I don't think so. I don't think so. But it, it, it'll be a part of our conversations over this long, brutal summer that's going to end um, without a championship and without a parade. And New York City's. <laughs> I'm at Eve Darboos at, at Y V E S D A R B O U. Z is in zebra. E, my government name, not a James Bond villain name that I made up. Uh, that's my birth name, <laughs> and uh, you can hit me at Twitter or Instagram and tell me how you're coping. Nets fans. Nets fans, the front office will be back. We will be covering the team. And we're going to keep this thing going. Peace. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com Internet for details.